Listen, radio is an important means of communicating 3,000 years of habit in terms of diapering of babies. Well, please tell me more. Because radio reaches people, including those hard-to-get young people. Radio goes where they go and talks their language. Recognizing the importance of contemporary sound, and the sounds are instantly recognizable as belonging to the in-groups currently on top of the charts. CITR, 101.9 FM, Vancouver. It's wild. This is Sir Reginald Wainsmere, composer of the film Too Many Tuesdays. You can hear my music and much more on Exploding Head Movies, Mondays at 7 on CITR, 101.9 FM, in Vancouver. Good evening. Hivailta. Polls are now closed in British Columbia. 
and a pleasant Monday evening to you, wherever you may be. Welcome to yet another episode of Exploding Head Movies. Masked and relaxed for your safety and protection and potential enjoyment. This is Steve Orr, cinematically inspired program here found on Vancouver's vocal community radio station, CITR. Your voice of the University of British Columbia on 101.9 FM. We broadcast at an average of 1,800 watts from unseated Musqueam territory from the student nest on campus, where there's definitely a lot more activity as classes are fully in session, and there actually was a polling station on site here. Our signal takes us throughout the Lower Maitland, from Squamish in the north, Bellingham, Washington to the south, West Pass Point Gray, and then dipping cross south across the Salish Sea. And our signal heads east past Langley, deep into the Fraser Valley. We also broadcast up to the sky and deep into space for as long as this planet and this station continues to emit noisy waves for all to hear. And our signal dives down well into the underground. From where we come from, and from where all good things bubble up. If you subscribe to Telesoptic, you can tune into CITR on your television sets on channel 7023. At least that's the story in Western Canada. Otherwise, in all these places and everywhere else the internet takes, you find us on the web. www.citr.ca There you'll find the Exploding Head Movies show page, and it contains track listings and downloads for this episode eventually, along with past ones. Plus a link to subscribe to the podcast via Apple Music. You can also find that podcast on Spotify, iHeart, Deezer, Geosaven, and Stitcher. For those times you can't listen live to the Crystal Wireless, since you may be tuned in grippingly to election results, or whatever you normally listen to at this time in the evening, or then the showcast stream through the website. My name is Gak, and I'll be counting your ballots for the next two hours, so... Make sure all the envelopes are properly sealed and nothing has been tampered with. You should have received your complimentary and newly regulatory. I guess ballot of sorts. Because, damn it, democracy is mandatory. Must participate. You're going to get fined if you don't vote. And that actually is the case in a few jurisdictions worldwide. Phone number for the station for those of you listening live is 604-822-2487. That does spell out UBC, C-I-T-R. Do keep it short and sweet and to the point, and do remember I am masked, so I will sound as weird on the phone as I do on the microphone, especially if I keep sticking the mask into the little plosive pad thing. That thing. You can email anytime, radiofreegack at gmail.com. Take the appropriate precautions there. Exploding Hemis is on Facebook under its given name, on Twitter at 100 Air. And you can follow me on Instagram at my Opic Man. So, yes, for those of you not in Canada, we had a federal election. And voting in most parts of the country have now closed by now. Results have been trickling in already from Atlantic Canada. Ontario, Quebec, and Alberta, I believe, shut down a half hour ago. And then, yes, BC's done here. I'm sure some of the territories are still open for a little while. And if somehow you are in line to vote still and you haven't actually had a chance to have your say, polling stations will remain open 
for you. So they will continue late. And hopefully you had a chance to participate if you are eligible. Whether you voted in advance, somehow you were able to vote by mail once you got the appropriate ballots and envelopes. Whether you did it in person. Profile that we have this week on the show is yet another score from the legendary Ennio Morricone. I have actually lost track of how many times we have uh, profiled Il Maestro's music here on the show. If I was to do some bad math off the top of my head, this is probably episode 9 or 10 or something like that. But uh, we're going to hear from one of his favorite Western scores, which was less spaghetti and more of a dark visionist approach. And it's 1968's The Great Silence, El Grande Silenzio. In the background, this is Do Make Say Think, going back to 2017's Stubborn Persistent Illusions. This is Return. Return again. We start off with a short snippet from Vancouver act Stork. The song was less than a minute, but you got the basic gist of how they sound from their second album, 2019's The Roman Numeral 2. Aye, aye, we heard the song now. And as... Vaccination passports exist. Live shows are happening again with some distancing. And Tamper Concerts presents a quality show with three great local acts. So along with Stork and Killer Deal, it's Heavy Trip. And it's playing this Friday, September 24th at the Rickshaw Theater. That's at Maine. Uh, sorry, Hastings, just east of Maine. Doors at 8, shows at 9, tickets start at $12. Available in advance at www.ticketweb.ca. It's a 19 and older show, bearing that in mind. And we did have another song after Stork, a bit of a longer one. And that was the OBGMs off our 2020 album, The Ends. We heard the song Cash. OBGMs are a Toronto punk trio, originally a hip-hop production act, until they were arrested during a racial profile incident in Toronto, which impeded vocalist Denzel McFarland's plans to attend an American university. And for a time, they actually were a quartet, too, with a synth player but they downsized the lean and mean sound that we just heard. Their album, The Ends, is one of the 10 Polaris Prize-nominated albums. And over recent episodes of Exploding in Movies here, we've heard from now eight of them. So along with the OBGMs and The Ends, it's Liam Berisomasake Simpson with The Theory of Ice, Ken's Weapon, Parallel World, DJ SB with Head Above the Waters, Dominique Filzame with Three Little Words, Claude Pelgag with Notre Dame de Sept Douleur, The Weather Station with Ignorance, and Zune with Bleached Waves. So we now get to share with you the ninth and tenth nominees. We're going to start off with Mustafa, Toronto songwriter, poet, singer, and filmmaker. And he's worked with The Weeknd, Camilo Cabello, The Jonas Brothers, Sean Mendes, Justin Bieber. He's had some of the music sampled by Taylor Swift. <coughs> And for his debut album, <coughs> as I decided to breathe in the mask yet again, because apparently I don't know how to talk at all. So, Mustafa's debut album is When Smoke Rises. It came out earlier this year. He called it an inner city folk album. And some of the guests on the album include James Blake, Jamie XX, and Sampha. But we'll go with a song that actually started off as a poem that he had done in tribute to the late boxer Muhammad Ali from the Polaris Prize-nominated When Smoke Rises. Here's Mustafa with Ali. You're now listening to Exploding Him Movies live from the realms of Studio A of that radio station that will be your North Star 
as you navigate on a clear night. This is CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. Places we've been in together. You 
recovering from my heart disaster. Open up for once and let me kiss it better. Two can play these games, so I know I don't do pretend. No, I don't. Two can play these games, so I know I don't do pretend. No, I don't. I don't. Fall right on me. I take you as you are, just fall right on me. In your 10th and final Polaris Prize nominee we heard there was Toby, T-O-B-I. Off of last year's Elements Volume 1, we heard Silhouette, and he's joined there on vocals with guest Looney. Toby is a Nigerian-born rapper and singer, moved to Ottawa with his father when he was nine, grew up in Brampton, Ontario, and as a teen, was a battle rapper. Debut EP was 2016's FYI. And his debut LP was 29th still. So, just to recap again, the nominees for the 2021 Polaris Prize are, and as we heard, Toby with Elements Volume 1, Mustafa, When Smoke Rises, which we heard before Toby with the song Ali. We heard the OBGMs, and if you're curious what that stands for, it's the Ooh, Baby, Gimme Mores. The ends. Then we have Leanne Betasa Mosake Simpson with The Theory of Ice. Caden's Weapon, Parallel World. Head Above the Waters by DJ SB. Three Little Words by Dominique Filzame. Notre Dame de Cette Douleur by Claude Pelgag. The Weather Station and their album Ignorance. And then Zune 
with bleached waves. Next Monday, September 27th, is when the Polaris Prize Gala will occur in Toronto. Be a mixture of in-person and virtual. And that gala happens when this show, Exploding Head Movies, airs live. So once I keep tabs of who the winner is, I will adjust things accordingly, dig up an appropriate song. And I might actually dig up the most recent Mercury Prize winner of the UK at the same time, since that winning album was quite good. So we'll have it as sort of an alternate winners type thing in lieu of, you know, your Grammys or then yesterday's Emmys, which I'll talk more about next week as I load up some stuff there, since TV music has improved far more over the years. So I will do my best and do what I can and prepare for a while, kind of show that may be done on its toes. Something that we didn't get a chance to really do when we were programming at home for about 16 months. Behind me, this is the Hand 10 Gallon Hats, and off of this year's album, Giddy Up Surfboard, this is the Lonesome Desert Whale. Now, I was hoping to dig up some more surf rock and twangy guitars in honor of Ennio Morricone, but as we'll hear with his score from The Great Silence, it's not what you associate with typically your spaghetti westerns but still some remnants of that idea will permeate throughout this episode we'll head over to london england next with the band desperate journalist taking their name from a song a rare song by the cure i forget if it was a b-side or just some sort of live thing that's just been floating around but uh, this quartet fleshes out into a quintet when playing live and their fourth album came out earlier this year called maximum sorrow Here's Desperate Journalist with Fault.
Red Cap Records is an amazing artist-owned and operated record store. Shop from their diverse online music collection and get free shipping within Vancouver and the Lower Mainland with the purchase of two or more LPs. If you would like to further support them through the evolving COVID-19 crisis, you can do so by buying a gift card to use at a later date. Visit www.redcat.ca for more information.
the late Anita Lane off of her 1993 debut album, at least as a solo artist, Dirty Pearl. We heard Sugar in a Hurricane. Anita Lane was a classmate of Nick Cave back in Australia and served as a muse for a while. She was part of his first band, The Birthday Party, which then moved to London and later became The Bad Seeds. And she helped write some of the early songs before going off on her own. She released two albums, sang on various other acts, songs as a guest, and she passed away this April at the age of 61. Unspecified causes, as it were, but she'd been releasing less and less music over time. When it comes to Nick Cave, the latest album that he's put out is a pandemic-related piece that he does, or he did with a frequent collaborator Warren Ellis, and the album's called Carnage. And uh, there'll be another Odds and Sods compilation for the Bad Seeds due next month called B-Sides and Rarities Part 1 and 2. And the word carnage comes up again because Cave will be publishing a memoir based on his grief in the wake of the death of his 15-year-old son six years ago, which has led to a different course, both regards to lyrical musical content and then him being more interactive with fans whether he's doing his questions to her or then his uh, red right hand files where you can email him questions and he will answer them. The memoir is due in autumn in 2022 and it'll be called Faith, Hope, and Carnage. Now, in the background, this is new music from Sarah Devachi, based in LA now, but still Canadian. New album's called Antiphonals, and I speak over chorus scene. This time around, Devachi relied on a little bit more simpler keyboards like the Mellotron. That's in contrast to her prior album, which came out earlier this year, Cantus Descant, which relied on ancient church organs. We'll head to Toronto next with the ACT TV sets. It's a trio that formed when two of the founding members heard each other playing music through the thin walls of their neighboring apartments. They've expanded into a trio, and they've been putting out a few singles during this pandemic. Most recent one came out in August. It's called The Fog, but uh, we're going to play this one here. It's called Teen Sleep.
Some quality country-inspired music out of Oslo, Norway. Do you think that's unusual? You've not heard the first aid kit, then. Or then, at some point, I was streaming for a while on Iceland at Country Western Station up in the northwest somewhere. Well, past Reykjavik. Kind of in Husvær territory there. The act is the Northern Bell, and off of 2020's We Wither, We Bloom, we heard Gemini. Lovely album. I think it is starting to get a little bit more exposure here in North America as a result, but uh, a whole bunch of singles have been coming out this year through their band camp, so Northern Bell. Something to keep your uh, ears peeled for. Of course, we're no longer in Gemini season. We're on the cusp of Libra time. I'm sure everything will bounce out in one way or another. And behind me, this is the Portico Quartet. It's off the 2019 album Memory Streams. I speak over signals in the dusk. The funny thing is a lot of the pictures of the Portico Quartet just feature two of the people. But the most recent album is 2021's Terrain. Let's talk about some of the soundtracks that are available for purchase, download, or streaming this week. Though based on how things are updated... Some of these may be already out, so do check out your favorite record store to see what's available now. They can always fill you in, maybe make a pre-order if it does become available this Friday. If not, wherever you get your music online, you'll find the appropriate sounds that way. And this list comes mostly from the website's filmmusicreporter.com and soundtrack.net. As for new or recent releases, Richard Pike self-released his score to Australian Gangsta. I guess it should be Australian Gangsta. Although all my Aussie friends are like, please don't do that. All my Kiwi friends are like, stop mumbling. That's what you're doing. Pressing forward, season one of the TV series Blind Spotting is scored by Ambrose Akumusire and Michael Yazaretsky, and that's out through Lionsgate Records this week. Robert Suen's score from Blue Bayou's coming out through Backlot Music. And I think the Vancouver International Film Festival, if not Van City Theater, will be doing a screening of that soon. Of course, popping up on my radar soon is the film festival since it is starting in less than two weeks' time. Philippe Rombi's score to Boite Noire is coming out through Music Box. Benj Pasek and Justin Paul's score to Dear Evan Hansen will be coming out through Nurse Court Records. The Eyes of Tammy Faye, yet another telling of the Baker family, the Gospels, and everything that they did in the 80s to siphon a lot of money. Uh, this one stars Jessica Chastain as the makeup wonder. The score to The Eyes of Tammy Faye is done by Theodore Shapiro, and there's a song album done up by various artists, and everything's coming out through Hollywood Records. For the recent remake of he-Man in the Masters of the Universe, Volume 1. It's scored by Michael Kramer. And that's coming up through Arts Music. And rumor has it that they have the power. Serge Tankian did the music to I Am Not Alone. That is self-released. Nightbooks is scored by Michael Abels. That's coming up through Maisie Music Publishing. St. Vincent did the score to the film that she worked on with Carrie Brownstein called The Nowhere Inn. I believe that's self-released. I didn't get the full label history behind that, but that should be out this week, if not already. Joseph Chapanese did the music to Prisoners of the Ghostland. That's coming out through Milan Records. And Slasherette Party is scored by Vestron Vulture. And that's self-released this week. Not only an awesome title for a slasher film, but 
Vestron Vulture. Surprised I haven't named any kids that yet. On the re-release front, expanded limited edition of James Horner's score to glory coming out through La La Land Records. Legacy collection of The Hunchback of Notre Dame by Alan Macon and Stephen Schwartz is coming out through Walt Disney. The rest of Saraband Club is releasing deluxe limited editions of John Williams' score to The Cowboys and Marco Beltrami's music from Knowing. Japanese Breakfast's score to the video game Sable is coming out digitally through Sony Masterworks. And then a soundtrack we profiled a couple weeks back in Exploding Head Movies episode 569. That's Flying Lotus's music from Yasuke. We'll now be getting physical copies, compact discs, and vinyl records through Warp. And those are your anticipated soundtrack releases for this week. We're going to stick with a Norwegian element here for this next act, although Kea Wilkins coming out of New Jersey, but she is a Norwegian-American musician. And she put out her second album, Surviving is the New Living. Actually, that's a mixtape, sorry. Most recent album is 2020's Watch This Liquid Pour Itself, but she also put out various mixtapes. Most recent one actually is coming out next month called The Incompatible OKKEA. From OKKEA, Surviving is the New Living mixtape from last year. OKKEA here with a song about one of the most loathed fonts that you'll find on any computer. Here's Comic Sans. Since you've been gone Everything's in comic songs Everything's funny wrong Since you've been gone
Tune in every Thursday from 11 p.m. till midnight for Copy and Paste with your host, Tim, a.k.a. Autonomy, the very best in underground dance music. You are listening to Exploding Head Movies on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. Off of last year's Sorceress album, that was Jess Williamson with Wind on Tin. Originally out of Texas, but based in L.A. Gloriously moody. 
alt-country of a sort. And you find that off the Mexican summer label. Home to a great many distorted sound. Whether it's based on guitars or faulty electronics. In the background, this is one of the British surf bands that have existed over time. Off the 1997 album Il Suono de Violenza. This is the Charles Napiers with a face full of pasta. Can't always have a fistful of dollars at all. Not even a fistful of dynamite, but faceful of pasta, done. Especially since I live on Commercial Drive now, and there's so many pl- Italian places to eat at. I just have to be careful that, you know, whatever weak Duolingo Italian I do have, I don't upset the masses. Up next here, we're going to head to this Prince Edward Island. I think they've been counting their votes. Just looking over the electoral map for Canada right now, it's like, yeah, we basically are kind of six different countries based on how everyone's voting patterns are. Such as it is, and it seems like the call has been made. It looks like a rhinoceros party majority. So, first act of government is to abolish government. I guess we're going to be doing this again soon. As your trusted news source here on CITR, my name's Gak. Exploding Head News Desk is taking a quality nap right now, and they're starting to research serial mascots right now just to see who is the best. I discovered the full name of Captain Crunch is Captain Horatio Magellan Crunch. He sometimes fights not only the Sagis, but the dreaded pirate Jean Lafoot. Don't know if he knows Jacques Le Gatineau in any way whatsoever, but. Which reminds me, I need to dig up some Norm MacDonald type material. In honor of the late, great Quebecois comedian. We just have to do the moth joke for 20 minutes. Fully prepared. But yes, what was I talking about? Jen Grant. Great (laughs) tangent there. During this pandemic, Grant's been doing a lot of music, whether it's YouTube live shows or putting out singles. She's been covering folks like Blue Rodeo, Rita McNeil, Gord Downey. But she's been putting out a lot of original singles. And this was one of the ones that came out earlier this year. Even though everything in the background right now is pepping up and I should just be rolling with it, but so it goes. Coming up shortly is Jen Grant with the single, Hank Moon. My name is Gak, this is Exploding Hemus here on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. At one point there's going to be a whole bunch of songs tied to the season of autumn. There's going to be a songs about elections, but I can't do a six-hour show based on every possible thread I want to do each week. We can dance what we can, do what we need to, but at some point we'll try to come up with bonus episodes. I don't feel like I have a monstrous backlog of things to share all the time. For now, if you can't listen to Exploding Movies live on 101.9 FM, Telesoptic 7023, or then streaming live at www.citr.ca, It is available as a podcast. You can find that on Apple Music, Stitcher, iHeart, Geosaven, a few other places as well, too, wherever you get your XML to deliver MP3s on your devices. Here's Jen Grant. Again, Hank Moon. Just like a fool 
All those years I mentioned Two kids on the bandstand Ever since I was a little girl We were opening for stars Spent my last hug with Amy Milan She shines with a voice just like a jewel It must have been one child then Cause we didn't get too wild When I was raising one and growing You're listening to CITR 101.9, broadcasting from UBC's Point Grey campus, located on the traditional, unceded, Coast Salish territory of the Hunkaminam-speaking Musqueam people.
here's a moving target. Now take your shot. I was never gonna hit it. You knew it all along. I get it. Feelings fade. You wouldn't be the first. Not no one hurts worse. A broken arrow almost hit my arm. I guess Cupid's on vacation. It went right through my heart, and I could teach you five words to close a door. Off her comeback album, 2020's Total Freedom, that was Kathleen Edwards with a song about a romance that disintegrated. Feelings fade. Kathleen Edwards' prior prior album was 2012's Voyager, and at that time it seemed like she was on the cusp of making some major inroads outside of Canada, especially being tied to folks like Justin Vernon from Bon Iver. But 2014, she decided to just step back. She put her guitar away. Went back to her hometown of Ottawa, settled down in Stittsville, and did the dream that she'd been wanting to do for a while, which is to open up her own coffee shop, named it Quitters. For a few years, the only new music that she heard was what was playing at the radio, at the cafe. 
But she got a call from someone in Nashville, a fan called Marin Morris, invited her down to help out with some songwriting. And the bug struck again. So, good to see a good mixture of work-life balance there. Especially that the muse didn't disappear. Behind me, out of Milan, this is Calibro 35. Off of their 2010 album, Ritornano Calibre 35. This is L'Esecutore, or The Executor. In English, it's Calibro 35, like a 35 caliber. Most recent albums, 2020's Momentum. Lost track of them for a while, but as I was digging through a whole bunch of stuff tied to Italian music, this jumped out at me again. So I need to dig in and get some more quality. Spiky, angular, twangy guitar music for you of this sort. Since we're talking about failed romances, we got a new divorce album out, and it's from Casey Musgraves. She definitely made her mark over the past couple years with some excellent singles like High Horse. And for her new album, Starcrossed, well, real life caught up to her. She is single again. So, but uh, it's an interesting take from what you associate with the country standard of, you know, my partner left me, and so did the truck and so did the dog but this time around there's a little bit more of a fatalism aspect to this so off of Starcross here's Casey Musgraves with If This Was a Movie Am I the stone in your pocket that's weighing it down or the face in your locket that you wear all over town. I'd be your silver lining, not a cloud for rain. And the music would rise up when I said your
From Dunedin, New Zealand. Dunedin, Gudzun, New Zealand. That was Millie Lovelock, although she records under the alias of Repulsive Woman. That was a single that uh, was released back in 2019. We heard like Dylan in the movies. Debut album, which I don't think that appears on at this point. It's a little confusing because a whole bunch of music came out. Uh, it was called Relief. She's also a member of the bands Astro Children and Trick Mammoth. Quality stuff. Dunedin, we usually associate with uh, bands like The Chills or uh, 
Tall Dwarves. Those bands I can't pronounce properly because I don't know how to say dwarf, apparently. <laughs> it's almost like a wharf, but there's a dwarf who's living there, and it's like a dwarf, as it were. In the background, out of Finland, this is Laika and the Cosmonauts off their 1997 album Absurdistan, at a point when they were experimenting more with their Raukalanka sound, which basically is similar enough to surf guitar music. This is Silenzio. Acting a bit of a tease of what's coming up shortly. When we talk about Ennio Morricone's score to Il Grande Silenzio. But uh, there's a few detours that we need to make along the way as we talk about some recent deaths. But uh, before we get there, I do want to have one sort of spacier song here. And this comes out of Portugal, although the band is based out of England now. They're called Beautified Junkyards. And there's some brilliant psych folk at play here. Off their 2021 album, Cosmorama. This will be Beautified Junkyards with Zodiac Club. Although you have to spell that with a few Ks. Which would be a very Finnish thing to do. Worst comes worse in Finland. You just add some Ks, double the vowels. Yes, Kiitos.
The Aboriginal Frontier Society is a culturally safe, peer-designed, non-judgmental place for Aboriginal peoples, their friends and their family in the downtown Eastside. It's an accessible space where Aboriginal folks can experience, learn and participate in traditional Aboriginal culture, teachings and ceremonies as part of their healing journey through life. Right now, they're accepting donations of food and warm clothing, which are needed more than ever as residents of the downtown Eastside face the challenges of COVID-19 and winter weather. If you're able to help, you can drop your donation off at 384 Main Street on weekdays between 9 a.m. and 2 p.m. That is 384 Main Street. To learn more about the Aboriginal Front Door Society and other ways that you can support their work, please visit abfrontdoor.org.
That was the Vancouver Chamber Choir. It's conducted by John Washburn off of the 2000 album A Garden of Bells. The choral music of R. Marie Schaefer. We heard his epitaph for Moonlight. Schaefer was a Canadian composer, writer, educator, and environmentalist. When I was studying uh, piano, he was one of the first Canadian composers that I was exposed to. Kind of a shock based on all the Western European folks I was learning about. And along with his classical pieces, his choral pieces were quite strong. He was also known for acoustic ecology. And he had plenty of themes tied to nature. And some of the performances of his works were done out in the wild. So you could hear crickets and birds and other wildlife joining in as human voices sang. Our Murray Schaefer passed away on August 14th this year from complications of Alzheimer's disease. He was 88 years old. And quite likely, if you've been to a concert in Canada over the past 40 years, you've definitely heard some of Schaefer's music. Some of the people I know who've sung his songs always wanted to make sure other composers would get highlighted at some point since there was talk that he just kept siphoning a lot of the grant money, but his premises were strong, harmonies were tight, quality stuff, and definitely a distinctive voice in modern classical. Behind me, this is some previously unreleased Johan Johansson, the Icelandic composer, and off of a new EP called Gold Dust, this is Flag with a Cross. We've profiled numerous scores over the 13 plus years I've been on air, and it still feels like there's so much that Johan did that we're only now understanding. And of course, he died of an accidental drug overdose back in 2018. And you think about the works that he did with Denis Villeneuve, what he could have done. I mean, he stepped away from films like Blade Runner 2049, and accused himself from other places, but there's a Dune movie coming out, a remake. What would he have done with that? Or maybe there's some up-and-coming filmmaker he could have worked with. He directed his own film, The First and Last Men. Wonderful stuff. I hope there's more that we, of his music that we get a chance to experience even after his life. Also recently leaving us is Jane Powell, an actress, a singer, and dancer. She started off with MGM musicals in the 40s with films like 1944's Song of the Open Road, presenting a wholesome American Girl Next Door kind of vibe, even though she suffered from depression and insecurity. She then moved to Broadway and television. And Powell died of natural causes September 16th this year at the age of 92. I think she even sang on stage with Jack White in her hometown of Portland, Oregon. We're going to go back to one of her strongest roles in 1954's Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. She became well associated with this, uh, I'd say maybe somewhat problematic film now. I'll explain the plot shortly. But uh, she actually reprised part of the role and did something else on a 70s Broadway stage. And the film Seven Brides for Seven Brothers, directed by Stanley Donan. We played a song off of the soundtrack back when Donan died in 2019. We woke up exploding head movies episode 453 from April that year. Music here is done by Saul Chaplin and Gene DePaul. Lyrics by Johnny Mercer. Also recently passed away. And the story is based on an ancient Roman legend turned into a short story called The Sobbing Women. About a woman who meets a man who lives with six unkempt brothers in 1850s Oregon. And sets up to improve the men's hygiene and manners to woo their own wives. 
Here is Jane Powell singing along with Howard Keel. The deep baritone voice, which I associate now really with the song, Bless Your Beautiful Hide. But uh, we're going to sing one of the lovely numbers that Powell takes the lead on here. From Seven Brides for Seven Brothers, here's When You're In Love. I built up such a store of dreams. Dreams about love and marriage and such. Viens, je t'en supplie, 
j'ai besoin de toi Je veux vivre pour toi Oh mon amour Ne quitte Mary Unfaithful singing the love theme from the 1965 film Les Blavapluies de Cherbourg, The Umbrellas of Cherbourg. You can find Ne Me Quittez Pas. Don't Stop Me. And you can find that off the 1966 album Faithful Forever. Mary Unfaithful is still active. She just worked on an album with Warren Ellis, the Nick Cave collaborator. Still sounding impeccably so, although the tobacco has definitely done its own wonders to her throat. The Umbrellas of Cherbourg was directed by Jacques Demy. It starred Catherine Deneuve and Nino Castelnuovo in a musical about two star-crossed lovers in coastal France. And uh, it was notable for having all its dialogue sung. So a different take of a musical, since a lot of the French New Wave was inspired by noir films of the 40s and 50s on Hollywood and doing their own spin. The music from The Umbrellas of Sherberg was done by Michel Legrand. And we did a profile when that composer back passed away in 2019. So look up Exploding Hit Movies episode 447 for music of that sort. And there's still hopes to do more Legrand music at some point since apparently with the hundreds of ideas for playlists, sequels to existing shows, like even doing more Stanley Donins in the cards. Speaking of Nino Castelnuovo, he's an Italian actor who grew up as a boxer, and uh, The Umbrellas of Schuberg was his major hit, but he also starred in films like Camille 2000, if I'm sticking with the original language, Camille 2000, and then in recent films like The English Patient. But Castelnuovo died in Rome, Italy, on September 6th at the age of 84. It's kind of a similar story to the French actor Jean-Paul Belmondo, who we'll talk about next in the background from the 1965 film Pirat le Fou. This is the composer Antoine Duhamel with Soiree Perdue, Lost Evening. We have profiled Pirat le Fou ages ago. I'll try to dig up which episode number that was. I, it is, I wrote it down. I'm smart. Exploding Head Movies, episode 143 from November 2012. Directed by Jean-Luc Godard, starring Jean-Paul Belmondo, along with Anna Karina. And we think about Godard, he did a lot of films with both Belmondo and Anna Karina. And it was with Belmondo that he made his breakthrough film, 1960's Abu de Soufflé, which we know as Breathless. Groundbreaking film that kicked off the French New Wave. Basically, as it deals with a... Low-life scoundrel, but still quite charming. But it doesn't really cover much of the plot as he's trying to escape because he's just trying to woo an American girl. Featured jump cut edits, actors talking directly to the camera, whilst in character. And I watched it a couple weeks ago again just to refresh my memory. 
definitely set a new language for film. The score to Breathless is done by Marcio Solal. And this, uh... <laughs> I love always these farting brass. Um, this version of Abu de Soufflé comes off a 2012 re-release through Doxy in the Soundtrack Factory, but we'll back to 1960 here. It's Marshall Solal from Breathless. This will be Pursuit, and we'll dig up a couple other cues we associate with Jean-Paul Belmondo, which then overlaps into what we'll do with Ennio Morricone.
Georges de Luteru, the main title from the 1964 film That Man from Rio, which starred Jean-Paul Belmondo, and it was actually an inspiration of sorts to Raiders of the Lost Ark, the first Indiana Jones film. Jean-Paul Belmondo died on September 6th this year at the age of 88. He had been poor health for a while after suffering a stroke 20 years prior. National tribute happened in France on September 9th. And uh, he was cremated with ashes, buried alongside his father, the sculptor Paul Belmondo, at Montparnasse Cemetery in Paris. Belmondo also appeared in the 1981 film Le Professionnel, directed by Georges Lautner, about a French secret agent who sold out to an African country where he was going to assassinate its leader. After a couple of years, he breaks free from prison to make his way back to France, where his superiors are watching out because that leader is in France. And revenge is on the mind. Ties into the song behind me, as we have a disco remix of an Ennio Morricone piece that helped inspire the theme to Le Professionnel, which became a big hit in Europe, and it became part of Morricone's touring repertoire. And I actually managed to catch it live when I did see Morricone the one time I did in Dublin back in 2017. And yes... We're going to listen to some Ernie Marconi here before we get into Il Grande Silencio. Here's Marconi with Kimai. This is Exploding Emmys here on CITR 101.9 FM, Vancouver.
please fall into a deep, comfortable state of sleep, and then have a friend or associate play the audio. In the background, this is the French act Silencio of one of the albums they put out this year, Terra. This is air. This allows us to get into what we can here with the amount of time that we have left. Since Mr. Babelbrook here lost track of time, it will be the 1968 film El Grande Silencio, directed by Sergio Cobucci, who co-wrote it. And it stars Jean-Louis Trintignant as a mute gunslinger who's seeking revenge for who killed his parents and took out his voice box as he helps out a small Utah town before the Great Blizzard of 1899 fight off bounty killers funded by a corrupt banker and then the main bounty killers played by an early Klaus Kinski known for his bugged out blonde presence in early Werner Herzog films. El Grande Silencio the Great Silence is a dark western that Carbucci wrote as an allegory to the recent deaths then of Che Guevara and Malcolm X. And Morricone had worked with Carbucci in the past on films like Navajo Joe. In contrast to what we associate with a lot of the spaghetti westerns with the twangy guitars, the wild screams, and uh, a lot of percussive elements here, what we're going to listen to is quite melancholic and emotive and is a prelude of sorts to the horror films that Ennio Morricone did in the 1970s. Without further ado, let's get into the main theme here. Here's Ennio Morricone with Restless from Il Grande Silenzio. Thank you. 
So from his score to 1968's El Grande Silencio, we started off with the Restless theme. Then we got into a little bit of guitar action there with Crossing Through the Weather. Saggi del Tempo. Then we heard a little bit of Immobili before we heard the voices of the desert. Voci nel deserto. And behind me, this is a remix of the Restless theme done by the Thievery Corporation for a 2001 compilation called Morricone RMX. Tied into the Grand Silence, there's various prog rock covers, including a 20-minute suite featuring Russian, Hungarian, and Italian groups at the encouragement of a Finnish association. When it came to the film itself, it was had a modest success in Italy. Though uh, it was notorious in one screening in Sicily, an audience member fired a gun in anger as to how the film ends. Because, yeah, it doesn't end the way you expect for a revenge film. But it did pretty well in France and Western Germany based on its lead actors. And over time, it has built up a reputation as one of the greatest revisionist westerns. It emphasized the good guys didn't always win. And as part of the Vancouver International Film Festival app that uh, came out in light of the virtual film festival last year, this is one of the films that they had, especially in tribute to the late great Marconi, who passed away last July at the age of 91. There's been multiple re-releases of his scores that have not been put out before, or it's been decades since we last heard from them. I've been hoping to share some over time, but there's so many. And of course, the show just feels like it's crammed to the gills with other stuff that needs to be taken care of on a topical basis. But don't you worry. I've been trying to set up a new pattern of every 25th episode or so. We'll do some Morricone, although I kind of jumped the gun a bit because October's horror month. And, uh, well, we've done some of his horror already, but we'll pace things out. That's it for Exploding Hit Movies for this week. Coming up very shortly here, since we are at 9 o'clock, it is the Jazz Show with Gavin Walker. He'll guide you around midnight or so, and he's got one of his annual treats here, since it is the start of a school year. So it's a good way to get a 101 on a certain genre of music. Next Monday, we'll go with the Canadian act Lamatos and his score to something called Exode, and then, yes, October. Currently, we're juggling five choices for four Mondays, so it's going to be some combination of The Witch, Candyman, both the original and the new, Slice, Jacob's Wife, and The Cabin in the woods otherwise we'll close with a song with the late great nancy griffith singer guitarist and songwriter but known for her powerful covers of other folks music died in nashville on august 13th this year at the age of 68 with what's so far an unspecified cause of death off the 2001 compilation poet a tribute to town van zant this will be nancy griffith with the tower song you have been listening to Exploding Movies here on CITR 11.9 FM in Vancouver. Please remember to keep calm and be kind and stay safe during this pandemic. Don't slur your words when you're talking behind a mask either. And hopefully election results lined up with how you voted. I mean, it looks like no consensus has been reached here, but I blame Count Alfred Chocula for what's happening right now in the serial wars. Because we know Lucky the Leprechaun can't hold on to his marshmallows or finances. And Booberry well, seems to be operating. Or Frankenberry. Right. <laughs> Get my cereals mixed up here. Anyways, we'll see you in seven days. Take care.
close yet so far away from all the things I'd hope to say. We'll have to go hard and sad today, perhaps until tomorrow. Your fears have built a Loving me, we'll have to go hard, felt it seems, leaving only sorrow. You built your tower strong and tall. Can't you see they got to fall someday? Faith and love and destiny.